Good morning. Welcome to 49ers and 5, your daily update on everything happening with the team that you need to know. I'm Rob Stats Guerrera. Today is Tuesday, February 1st, 2022. Here's what's happening with your San Francisco 49ers. Yesterday was exit interview day with almost all of the players, and a lot, obviously, was said. Now, we will have the best parts for you over the coming days, but here are the ones that stood out to me most on Monday. First, check out Nick Bosa just deciding to ruin quarterbacks' off-seasons. I'm really excited to have a full off-season just to build on what I uh, got to last year. I wasn't really able to maximize my strength and conditioning stuff with getting my uh, rehab right and stuff. So um, this year I'm going to have a full, I'm going to give my knee a a lot of time to just chill because I haven't really given it any rest since I got hurt. Um, So it needs some time. And then I'm going to, I'm going to get in the best shape of my life for sure. And I was in the best shape of my life last year. So it's going to be another level. So I'm excited. And let's not take for granted what he did this year. Nick Bosa had 15 and a half sacks in the regular season and four more in three playoff games after returning from major knee surgery. If he's going to come into camp next year in even better shape, NFC quarterbacks are in trouble. Speaking of quarterbacks, Trey Lance was actually allowed to speak to the media for a change, and he reflected on what he learned this year. I learned a lot on scout team, um, being able to to play as, you know, and emulate different guys and, and play different playing styles that aren't necessarily my own. Uh, I think I gained a lot from it, you know, gained a lot from from playing guys who typically stay in the pocket and, and then going to guys like, you know, Jalen Hurts, Justin Fields, you know, those guys who can play off schedule at a really high level. Uh, I think I developed as a player and, and obviously going against our defense, uh, which which I thought was the best defense in, in the league. Um, going against our defense every single day, obviously, you know, every rep makes me better. He is about to step into a different world. It is one thing to be the backup quarterback. It is another thing altogether. When you are the guy, all eyes are going to be on him this year. And that was not lost on Trent Williams. We can't just put the weight of the world on his shoulders. I mean, even though he is a young man who can handle it. But, um, you know, I think it went exactly how we wanted it to go. He developed uh, very nicely on the practice squad. He got... I definitely think he he um, came in and did what he was supposed to do. He, you know, he, he was in there. He helped him and Jimmy fed from each other, fed off each other, informed each other. He learned, and um, we'll see what next year brings. Hopefully he'll get a full offseason to kind of, you know, work in the right direction, know what he's working for after going through a full season. And, you know, I have no doubt in my mind that he can be a generational – I mean, he is a generational talent, and – You know, now it's just putting that that talent with the work ethic and making it come together on Sundays. A lot of players expressed excitement over what we could see from Lance in a full-time role next year. But look, let's be realistic, right? They're all his teammates. That's kind of what you would expect coming from them. But one guy who wouldn't sugarcoat things is Jimmy Ward, and he gave this assessment of Lance as a rookie. We know he could throw a football. (laughs) We know that much. Uh, Got a lot of power in his arm. He's an athlete, all right. <laughs> well, we all athletes, but I'm saying he's athletic. So he likes to move around in the pocket to throw the ball, you know, extend downs. You know, some some of the stuff that you see, uh, you see Jimmy doing from time to time. You see Patrick Mahomes doing. You see the Kyler Murray's doing. You see Aaron Rodgers doing. Like, yeah, he has that. He has that inside of him, and he's a he's a he's a competitor. He's a big body too. I don't I don't I don't really know how big he is, but 
he's big and he's and he's physical and he's young too so his body is only going to fill out even more you know as he get older that's pretty high praise right there if trey can make a fraction of the plays that we've seen from guys like rogers and mahomes over the years this offense is going to be fascinating to watch next year one last soundbite I wanted you to hear. It actually comes from DJ Jones, who was asked what it takes to get through such a long season, and he had an interesting nugget in there about Debo Samuel. It takes heart. It takes heart. Somebody like Debo, we're from the same place, and um, see the things his body goes through. I, what's the point of me standing on the sideline when my brother's out there putting his body on the line for the team, um, for the betterment of the team? Um, it's, it's a bunch of people. Eric. Um, I'm not telling anybody's injuries, but we all have, we all got bumps and bruises. But just to know that everybody's in pain makes you want to go back out there and fight for your brothers. So um, it was, uh, it was bigger than just me. Do not underestimate what he just said. Playing in the NFL is hard. It means living in constant pain for basically six months out of the year only to heal up just in time to start the entire cycle all over again. And I know they make a lot of money. That doesn't matter. It's still not easy to throw yourself back into that foxhole every single week. And yet when they look at Debo, players get inspired to keep going. And that's not something every team has. And it's a part of the reason that Debo is going to get a huge contract this offseason. We always give you one thing to read, one thing to watch, and one thing you might have missed. One thing to read on this Tuesday, Mike Silver has a story on ValleySports.com about Jimmy Garoppolo and the injuries he's been playing with down the stretch. I think some of the quotes in there from the other players are a little bit of a stretch, especially one from George Kittle that made me give him the side eye. But you should still check it out just to get a little more insight into exactly what Jimmy G was dealing with down the stretch. One thing to watch, Tom Palacero of NFL Media says D'Amico Ryans has declined a second interview with the Minnesota Vikings and he is staying in San Francisco. That means that Mike McDaniel is the only 49ers coordinator left that's up for a head coaching job. He was supposed to have a second interview with the Miami Dolphins this week, but now that San Francisco is eliminated, he can be hired at any time. By the way, speaking of that Minnesota Vikings job, Jim Harbaugh is set to fly in and have an interview tomorrow. We'll see if that's an interview or a hiring announcement. One thing you might have missed, congratulations to Alex Mack on making his seventh Pro Bowl. He was listed as an alternate and now will play in the game after one of the two elected centers is not going to go. As for Mack's long-term future, he said while he's under contract for two more years, at this point he's 36 years old, he's taking things year to year. That's a wrap on today's 49ers in 5. Please rate, review, and follow the Niners Nation Podcast Network. Enjoy your Tuesday, everybody. Stay tuned for the Oh Hey There podcast with Javier Vega and Leo Luna. Javi is going to the Senior Bowl, so he's going to have a ton of good info for you. I'm Rob Stats Guerrera. We'll talk tomorrow.